Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Give me the Star Wars. Don't let them in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. It is a Star Wars episode. That means I'm here with my man, Matt. What up, Matt? What up, Jim? What up? And we have Bounty Hunters, which is one of those, I always say, it's like kind of a side book that we uh, we enjoy. So we've been reading since the beginning. We know mm-hmm. the characters, whatnot. But I don't know. This issue, it, it meanders a bit. You're going to get fan favorites in it, though. But I think that what we're seeing is kind of uh, shuffling. Maybe that's going to be coming up. I don't think uh, Tasu is going to be in this book very long. And IG88 shows up and maybe he'll end up going. I still want to know, like, you know, what is going on overall with, you know, this team and what they're going to do? Because Crimson Dawn is kind of done now. So uh-huh. what will you have, Tong and Lashi? You think they'll just go off and get back to the moisture farm? I, I don't know. It's so, it's so odd, the deal of this. But it is Bounty Hunters number 29. And it's written by Ethan Sachs, art by Paolo Villanelli. Colors by Eric Friano and letters by VCs Travis Lanham. And here is the recap. Tonga and her bounty hunter crew have reluctantly taken a mission from Crimson Dawn to sabotage a supply shipment to the Imperial outpost of Destine. But little do they know that there is a squad protecting the cargo transport, and it's led by their former crewmate, Valance. Valance's team is part of the hunt against Crimson Dawn across the galaxy as the Empire is flooding the underworld with bounties against all known associates of the Syndicate. Bloodshed has come to the back alleyways. So we end up, and the problem too in this is that it really did hinge on Cadalia. It really did hinge on that whole deal of the different clans and being, and that kind of got pushed away to Kira and mm-hmm. is more in this Crimson Dawn stuff than here. So what do you have to do? You end up having these little missions. But this one seems, again, that balance. And Tonga coming face to face by the end, that will push, you know, maybe Valance back to the Bounty Hunters book properly, which we want. Maybe get what I want. I don't mind Tonga. Lasha, we always laugh at, but Lasha (laughs) needs to go to get some mental health. Right. She needs to go off. They need she needs some counseling. And maybe (laughs) she should get back to the moisture farm because. She's taken too much to the killer. She likes it a little too much. She has. She's bloodthirsty all the <laughs> time. Uh, Tasu, he just gets, Tasu's the one where he's just going to end up, He he's so angry about what they're not doing, and he always wants to go off and, I just want to kill somebody. I mean, he says it right here again. Then he almost, he's going to almost die a hundred times, and then finally he's just going to, eh, smell you later, because we know Probably, yeah. he goes off. And does his own thing eventually. Uh, but for Lam and Zuckus, I don't mind them. Boss and IG-88 joining in here. That might be pretty fun. I mm-hmm. don't know if he will. I mean, he shows up here and he's in like the background. It really threw me off what was going on at first. Uh, because we just kind of cut away just to get him. But that's kind of what this book. And it is bounty hunters. So I don't mind seeing different bounty hunters. Uh, but did you start out and... There you go. You have Tonga and the team. They're on Bestine. They're they're going through this whole idea of, okay, we have to go down there. We're going to get the medicine. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And in that, the whole idea of this whole plot and this whole thing, medicine, Imperials, Crimson Dawn, it's kind of a gray area to me. It never was well spelled out. No, not at all. And 
I think it's because it's just very basic. They're just going to go down there. It really is just a vehicle to get balance there at the same point. And it's a weird play because you have balance, who's a good, good enough guy, right? He's working yep. for Darth Vader. So that makes it sus. But we know that he's not that into it. But in this where he says, all right, we're here. We're not part in his little squad. Like, what are we doing? What's going on? How are we helping? What's the, I'm going to kill Crimson Dawn. And you end up down saying, listen, we're here to get the medicine for the peoples. We're here mm-hmm. for the peoples. We're, we're not here for the empire. We're not here because the one person says, well, we are taking orders from Darth Vader. And he stops him. No, no, no. Because no, no, he doesn't no. want to feel like he's bad, right? Mm-hmm. But in this, it does feel like everybody is a little sus. And the idea of getting the medicine the people really doesn't feel like it's stressed enough, even <laughs> by the end of this issue. And it's weird. Like, he's going to go and stop Tonga and Lasha, right? But Tonga and Lasha, like, the Crimson Dawn, and especially when it's Tonga and Lasha, they're obviously, they want to help the people, too. You know, they're not going to just sit there, oh, there's dying kids and people, oh, screw them. So it just feels like the Empire is the bad part of this. And please, just realize that. And go off, but yeah, I think hopefully that, they join up and then dish out the medicine at the end. Yeah, and properly. I think that what happens here, and and if it does go hand in hand with the other books, because me and you have been saying even before we recorded, like Tonga and Lasha, this whole Crimson Dawn, it's done. You ended up having Kira telling Cadelia walking around like, ah, it all burned to the ground. It's all done. We had issues in the Hidden Empire book with Kira who seems to not care about a lot of people who are dying around her that really were just loyal to her. That's the only thing they did wrong was trust her and be loyal. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and they're not smart. They might be lo- you loyal. They, they weren't smart. So you end up where you go here. And at the end, I just get I get an idea that there's going to be a news report out of nowhere. This <laughs> just in Crimson Dawn done. And then you'll have Tonga and Lasha and Valance and all of them go like, okay, well, Let's shake on it. Let's do this. And then Valance, Valance is going to have to go back and somehow dupe. He has to get out of this, you know, at some point. He's got to get out. And we thought that he was, you know, playing the little hanky-panky games behind the scenes. But it it seems like, you know, there's some things that we thought weren't legit in this book. Yeah, we still have to resolve all that later down the line. Yeah, we do have to do a lot of things in this. I mean, seriously, what's up with Dengar? All that stuff that oh, he yeah. sold people out. Like, there's a lot of stuff that's just hanging in here. And I think that it kind of shows you that some of this Crimson Dawn stuff got in the way, I think, of some of the stories and some of the things. Even though Dengar was working with Crimson Dawn and that was a setup, but he just kind of disappeared. And he sold them out, so they're going to want to get him. We'll have to see. But they end up showing up. And it's one of those back and forth here. You have Valance showing up. And he, he's there with the Imperials, obviously, in the Empire. They're stormtroopers. Hey, I like the idea. Hey, you don't look like an Imperial officer. Thank you. He said, <laughs> it made me laugh. And he, I I, that was a good line. Uh, and then you end up having Tonga and Lush, and they're there, you know, with these people on the planet. And they and oh, you didn't bring a whole crew. This is nonsense. And it's funny because the one person says, hey, this is all you sent. This is all the Crimson Dawn sent. And then she says, well, we do have a transdotion. The guy sees that. I mean, Bosk is right <laughs> there. So if, if they have any issues and are talking shade, they are including Bosk in there. And maybe that's kind of the joke. 
Like, yeah, it's maybe. one of those weird jokes of, well, we do have a trans dog. And he's like, <laughs> I have a name. Oh, it's Bosk, which felt weird, but it was kind of a funny way to give you Bosk's name. But I think most people reading this would know. But when we get further, I think you'll agree with me. Thank God we're familiar with this outfit. And that's, he doesn't change his outfit. No, he's always wearing that outfit. Has worn this outfit the minute he was born to the day he dies. He hasn't been in a, a fighter jet for years, but he's still wearing it. No, he still wears that pipe, which always intrigued me. And I always did like that. Uh, one of my favorite things of it with the figure and stuff. Luckily, yes, that because he's going to fight another Transdotion and there's no way you can tell between them. Except for the app, but it works. Because I'm like, okay. I mean, it works great. Usually what you'll have, somebody will have a scar. Somebody will be missing an eye. Like that, that doesn't work as well because you have different angles and stuff. But this, that worked. I was actually happy about it, but it did bring up the fact that he has to stink to the high heavens. I mean, he has not taken a shower or changed. So again, I say (laughs) that. Eh, some people give me some crap and I will at points take a shower and just put my clothes back on. So maybe that's what he does. Hey, you take you a go. shower and put the same yeah, clothes back on. It all depends <laughs> why I'm taking the shower. If I end up where I, a lot of times I do take a shower before we record just to, you know, clear my thoughts. And that's not, it's not a get clean shower. It's more of a clear your thoughts shower right back yeah, on with yeah. the hoodie and the shorts. So you end up though where all this is, and you're going that back and forth deal and, we said it's weird because Paola Villanelli's art has been on this book. That's, you know, the look of the book. Uh, at first, when you had that one, like, cutaway deal, that kind of bottom spread with the team, the first page, mm-hmm. it looked weird. Bosk did not look like Bosk. It, like, really poorly done in my mind. But then other things like the ship here, when you, it looks incredible. It looks great. We actually thought that maybe there was a change that there was usually – a inker but that's not the case i thought maybe the colors it's Ari priano i don't know what happened except for maybe some of the things you know were taken a little more time with because some of the panels seemed a little off and some of the progressions of this story of going from panel to panel i don't know they just didn't play out as well as i'd like it's part of the fighting it's too zoomed in like you, we always say one of my biggest pet peeves when what to me, when you have like a, it's a cinematic thing when you're going to have a fight, whether it's a, on a comic or whatnot. In a movie, you pan out. I mean, if you're going to do cinematic stuff, you want to see everything. You want to see the moves. You want to see everything going on. And in comics, a lot of times they center on an eye and on, like just because you end up having IG88 clunk somebody over the head, why zoom in? To not see the whole head and what's going on. Why not have it so you see him actually clunking him over the head? But you end up where the team Tonga, you know, Lasha, all of them, they get speeders and they're going to go off to the ship. They're supposed to get these supplies. They're going to distribute it to the people. They go in. You have randos with them. These people that they went to go. They're, you know, mm-hmm. they're meeting deal. No here. name, guys. Yeah. They, you don't know who they are. And at one point, that plays off bad because... They do end up showing that the one like ends up ditching his buddy, but we don't know who it is. I didn't even know what they were talking about at first, but <laughs> we're more concerned, Tonga Lasha. But in that, the only person who's really going to come into any sort of trouble will be Bosk and, and Tasu. And the others are just kind of going around and it's just to run into Valance because they end up taking out some guards. There's some explosions. And then out of nowhere, we go to Santol Spaceport, 
and I had no idea what was going on. I thought we're, we're right in the middle of an action scene. Yeah, Tasu's decapitating people. It's getting good, and then all of a sudden, that threw just, me off too. And they showed the <laughs> helmet bouncing. Where's the I, head? Yeah, I'm <laughs> expecting the head. Is it because he's going at them with knives? It's knives out. It is, and uh, yeah, you, you don't really what? What he popped the helmet? What he pry it open? I'm like, I think the head went flying somewhere else. He is now destroying everybody, and they better <laughs> stop him. And then they even say. There goes the element of surprise. So everybody, Tasu wants to kill. Everybody's getting you know, pretty fed up with him, I believe. So I think that he'll be leaving soon. But you end up where we we go off the Santol spaceport. And this was a weird deal of who are these people? It's like the Seinfeld. Who are these people? Exactly. I ended up like, I, I don't, am I supposed to know what's going on? Dorito's cousins. Quite frankly, I ended up getting confused to the point where I, <laughs> forgot that that space ranger was in the han solo and chewbacca book i actually thought that this was going to that and then i'm like oh no that was a different book and then <laughs> oh crap it's ig88 how good is that page look though i mean oh, you spent awesome. a lot of time on that, that is awesome coming out of the fire and yeah. i mean if you saw the mandalorian at the one point it's full out mandalorian and they play it off and this is what i don't mind when you have something of a reference you don't have to go that full in but you know when IG-88 was in that town and he was spinning around. And oh, doing it was a, the greatest thing ever, yeah. And then when you see this, you you think of that. It's a it's well played, the way that you end up referencing that in your head to actually get the action of what's going on. It like, was, was, it, it was one of the was best it, things ever. Was it even established that that's how he could do that before that know. show? I don't I, think it was. It was awesome, right? Yeah. I mean, it was spinning one of the around. best things I've ever seen in my life. It got me fired up. So you see that and you're like, okay. And even then, <laughs> you have... Very much like, really, the idea of that in The Mandalorian, it upped the character of IG-88. How much? A million fold? Yeah, and it had what was, it was Taiko Waititi's voice too, wasn't it? You end up right now, for the next how many years, if if you're writing Deadpool, you're always going to be thinking Ryan Reynolds. Now, if you're writing IG-88, you're just thinking of that one scene doing it. Because yeah. even the idea of him, you have 25 seconds to complete, like that. You didn't really get much of that before. And now all of a sudden it's so cool. And he, yeah, he's there. And I love he's just like, you got 25 seconds to comply. They're like, oh, man, let's take him down. I'll accept that as your deal. Time expired. He just goes to town. I love when the guy says, all right, I give up. Your time expired eight seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. I'm like, all right, H-E-D-D, you're the best. It's just thrown in this book out of nowhere. But. If this is what Ethan Sachs is doing to make us want him to be in the book, all I'm in. I, yep, I want up. him. Now, you could say that on a team with Forlam and Zuckus, it might be a little overkill, the idea of their deep. But I think that that would play well against each other. And I think that IG-88 on a team is hilarious because he's not going to listen and he's not going to want to be involved. But then he is. And you have to get a reason why he really would have to be involved but it's kind of cool and he takes out these guys whether or not that's that important but this could be setting up stuff of past the crimson dawn which i'll i'll be all for because then you end up i like to where ig88 the best thing about a robot doing this is there's no downtime he gets his next that it, it's instantaneous he's like that is done what's next okay i'm off and it was pretty mm-hmm. cool he accepted the next play 
And in a book where IG-88 isn't any sort of a main character usually, and it is the best part of the entire book. I think so, too. I don't mind this issue. And I like the idea at the end where you do have Tonga face-to-face with Valance. They recognize each other and might end up helping whatnot. I like that because this book does need to do something. And I just, this is, we said it before, this book has been hijacked so much from all these other things that I just wanted to get back to doing fully its own thing and see how that works. And we also said it's a book that you can easily do anything as you, it's just bounty hunters. We like Valance, but you know, there's a lot of other bounty hunters as well. So it's pretty cool. So you end up where, you know, we go back to Tonga Lasha and then we end up even seeing Tasu almost get killed. Boss gets attacked by this other Transdotian and they're just going to go at it. And it's it's a pretty long fight scene for what it is. Uh, it doesn't really give you that much of anything. It's just that Boss is getting the crap kicked out of him for a lot of times, but he ends up having his trash talk. You might be stronger, but I'm colder. And that made me <laughs> think that Transdotians are always talking crap on each other and it would be like what are you, one of them warm-blooded jerks? Like, the, everything goes yeah. with their cold-blooded nature <laughs> and, and things like that. So I don't buy that. That made me laugh. Uh, but yeah, you end up even with that. He throws this guy off, and then Tasu got thrown off the side of the ship, uh, you know, almost to his death. He gets up, and I do like, again, you have a good setup where the engines are going right where they are, so they can't hear anything. It's so that's loud, why yeah. you can get surprise attack. But also, I like where Tasu's yelling, Help me, Boston. He can't hear crap. Where did he go? He didn't even know, but he comes <laughs> up again, though. I think it's one of those where we're going to keep seeing Tasu get mad. Oh, man, this sucks. I'm always getting beat up. I almost died. Why don't I? And I'm not getting paid, and I don't get the kill. He's, he's really starting to really lay heavy on that, but they end up where Boss shows he's a good guy. He's like, hey, we better warn everybody else. And then you go and you see, you know, Forlam Zuckus and Tonga and Lasha, they end up running into some guys. And I like this where you get the sounds of the guns. It's the pew, 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 pew that pew, everybody pew. makes fun of. It's kind of funny. It makes it seem like these guns are like pea shooters compared <laughs> to everything else. But I thought it was pretty fun. But that's where you get this idea. And I, did, I didn't even know really that these other guys, these rando guys were with them. And then you end up having Tonga, oh, we got to get to the, the bridge. But, hey, you, you left your commander back there. You left your guy. Hey, they know what they're into. I end up, we got to get going. But then that guy gets blasted. Famous last words for that guy. Valance seems to kill this guy. Right I mean, in, slices left, him right in half. Slices him in half, it looks like. If this guy lives, it's bullcrap. Because <laughs> he ends up, the sh- and that actually kind of shocked me that he do this. Because, again, he said, we're not here for the Imperials. They are getting attacked, too. But we're, we're not here for the Imperials. We're not here for the Crimson Dawn. We're here for ourselves and to help the people. I think what we're going to find out where it has to be, in my mind, these people that Tonga and Lashab hooked up with that were waiting for Crimson Dawn, we have to find out that they're sus as hell and that Tonga and Lashab, they were being duped. These people weren't going to give it. I, I have a feeling we're going to get more of that, of the hey, you thought you were helping with these people, but they were really the bad guys, but let's team up and get the medicine to the people. And Mm -hmm. then you might even have, you know, Darth Vader find out about that and get mad. You know, why didn't you follow the rules? You didn't follow orders. Well, we have to get the medicine to the people. Hey, that's not for you to decide. We'll have to see. We'll have to see how it is. But at the deal, first off, number one, you have there, makes me laugh, 
you have them recognize each other. Oh my God, who's that voice? Because Tonga yells out, and they were yep. roommates. Tonga, I wanted, I wanted Tonga to go. Who the hell are you, there, pretty boy? Because he's got his face fixed. <laughs> but the funniest thing ever, I think, is when you look at the issue next week. It's full out Terminator. Oh my God, he looks so he much has like the Arnold. Jacket. He has the jacket that Arnold wore, that like leather jacket deal or trench coat deal in the. T- there's no doubt that's just Terminator straight up. And it Take the gray laugh. out of his hair, maybe shorten his hair up a little bit. It's it's, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. His haircut is changed to match <laughs> Arnold's from Terminator. And that might be the greatest thing ever. And also it does look pretty cool. Oh, it looks awesome. And Darth Vader's leering in the back. Yeah. The thing is, though, not a pretty face on that one. No. Nope. We know this is what's going to happen. I mean, the minute that he ends up, he's going to end up getting in a firefight with everybody. Darth Vader might even slice him a bit with, I mean, Darth Vader would be so crazy as to not kill Valance, but to just zoom right next to like put the lightsaber up to his face so that skin melts off because he's not going to let Valance go with his new pretty face. He's going to have to have a reminder of it. I hope so. Uh, I just remember them saying something like it might be self-repairing or something. So maybe they can damage that. But it seems like maybe they, I don't know, turn it by. It's like nanotech nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you just remove it completely, I don't know. But (laughs) yeah, I'd be like, holy crap, that's the Terminator. Pretty funny. Uh, But yeah, some things that are coming up. You know, obviously we have Dr. Afra stuff going. We have the Crimson Dawn. Uh, Hidden Empire, I just, I want things to kind of, we, we talk about it all the time. I want it to get out, I don't know. This Crimson Dawn has to end. And yep. then I kind of want to get to something new. I, I want to get Complete to restart. Return of the Jedi, maybe whatever yeah. you'll do in within that. What what they would used to have done would have just had a complete tie-ins to Return of the Jedi and we would have retold it. Uh, but this, we'll see how they play it out. And then I want to see afterwards. When you end up, and there is a lot of stuff in that afterwards that comes to mind. I mean, Luke going off, you know, Luke having all that stuff with the Jedi Temple, all that things going on. I want to see. All new number ones, probably, because that's what they did for for this series. They reset everything. Yeah, I wonder. I know Charles Sewell's like the big deal. Is he going to continue on? Are we going to continue these books? Are we going to have new number ones of different books? Are we going to. I can't wait, but. Who knows when it is? I actually thought at one point we were getting near. Then they seem to want to prolong it, but we'll see how it's going. I mean, it's even rare to see any comic book go to issue thirty nowadays. So that's this is these are pretty deep. Yeah. Speaking of which, you end up having Brian Hitch, and this is just an aside, but it's a Marvel <laughs> deal, and he's leaving the Venom book, and he actually mentioned that sixteen issues or so is the longest he's ever done a monthly book and that shocked the hell out of me. Maybe because he used to, maybe twelve is the most he did before. Yeah, isn't it weird though? That guy is a he's a legend pretty much I mean he's huge and he's been on some huge things, but yet he's never done that much of a, a full run, which like you said, it's weird to think of the idea that books don't tend to go very far because we just think of these properties. You just think of Star Wars. And mm-hmm. oh man, they both it, it is kind of a weird play, but yeah, 30 issues of, you know, the books in this coming up. And that's pretty impressive. It really is. And overall, we've we've had some, you know, bitching and moanings about, hey, Afra's fallen behind. This was delayed. Bounty Hunters was delayed at one point a lot during, you know, the War of the Bounty Hunters and things like that. But it's kept it together for the most part for, you know, more than a lot of other things would have with this amount of books and the amount of issues. So I'll give him kudos for that. And I yeah. like this issue. 
I, I love I, IG88 just as an aside, but I hope that he, it, we may just, and if we do end up now, the problem is when he goes to the next bounty, is he just going to do the same thing? Like, are they going to rely on him just spinning around shooting? Because I wouldn't mind going back and seeing him make his way. And then eventually, I do believe what we're going to see is, okay, have him kill the next person, right? Yep. And then all of a sudden, there's Tonga and Lasha. Yeah, they'll come up on the on the hologram. At that point, Valance, Valance. has skedaddled. You know, skedaddle yep. Vader, Vader puts said, a hit You on know him. that that's what's going to happen. Yeah. It's just how long are they going to progress right, that A couple issues, and then, and then you'll get to and it. And if they do it a cut, that'd be great. That'd yep. be really good. And really It'll what you're showing is you're reminding people that IG-88, he kicks butt and he doesn't care. He's just there. He's a robot. He's taking it down. So by the time that it would have, I mean, you could even have it be just Tonga, Lasha and Valance. Boom. All the crew. Bossed, all. Uh, that'd be cool because now you've set up, oh, God, IG-88 is going to rip through them. We'll see what happens. And then he shows up and he's like, hey, guys, what's up? And then he just <laughs> joins them. And somehow, I don't know why, I think he's part soda machine. Uh, Pepsi comes out and gives it to him, and he's that's his <laughs> deal. Here you go. And then you have Valance, who's now going to talk fully Terminator, and he's going to say, you know, stuff like, uh, no problemo. Like, he'll do that. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. But what would you give this? Uh, seven and a half, I'll give this yeah, one. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I'm going to go 7.8. I'm going to oh, wow. more positive. Down I mean, here. the art was uh, it was a little, maybe a little down, but then it also had moments of uh, greatness. So yeah. it seemed like it it's funny out. that ship that you pointed out there, the ship in the, the lightning. Great. But IG-88 coming out again, very Terminator-esque, which makes sense for IG-88 as well, as he's just coming out of the flame and fire. It looks so cool. It looks really, really good. Plus, Greedo's cousins get destroyed <laughs> anytime we see a rodian it's just going to be greedo's cousin so you have that as well i'm not sure what is next week and usually when we go to check things get all wonky anyway but we're oh, coming no. up to the holiday i don't know I, i'll have to check ahead to see even what they're going to do during the you know christmas between christmas and new year's sometimes you know marvel and dc they only put out one book sometimes they just go full out we'll have to see what's going on but our schedule may be affected because of the holidays, but we'll we'll figure that out. Yeah, like last week they released like 30, 30 books, and this week maybe eight or something. Yeah, not a lot this week. On. And I thought maybe they're kind of, you know, gearing down towards the end of the year, but then they'll surprise us. I think that like the 27th, 28th, it's like right between the Christmas and New Year's. And really what they play out is it doesn't matter. They don't care about the holidays, seriously. They care about if they think people will go. And buy the comics during that week. So we'll have to see. I'm not seeing any any Star Wars next week based on Marvel's website. What's going on? But it's always crazy. They, they yeah, don't, it's never they consistent. Things weird. Uh, but we'll check it out. And if not, we will see what we'll do. But uh, until then, yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Please go over to our Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. Follow us. We'll follow you back. Go to our website. WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com Check out reviews and then go to our Patreon Patreon.com slash WeirdScience where you can get a ton of Marvel DC Indie manga podcasts Plus check out our YouTube channel It's Weird Science Comics I plan on doing occasional Star Wars stuff as well I ended up doing The Last Darth Vader Not going to say the views were there Uh, (laughs) And this happened before, it's a weird play Like you put up a bunch of comic reviews And things, you know, get looked at Whatever and then you put up a Star Wars comic thing. It, it's weird. Like, there's nothing. And I don't really 
I don't know anybody else but me and you that are like personally I talk to that read the Star Wars comics, yeah, but me, yet me, me they neither. sell a lot. And you know, I see people listening to the podcast. Seems like an underground thing or something. I don't, <laughs> but it's Star Wars. It should be huge. So with all that, thanks Matt for joining me. Thanks yep. everybody for listening, and we will talk to you all later. Go read comics. You are all weirdos. <laughs> Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.